You are listening to the Well Woman Collaborative Podcast, Episode 6. Welcome to the Well Woman Collaborative Podcast, where we believe that women who count themselves worthy of being well change the world. I'm your host, Brooke Peterson, author, entrepreneur, and founder of Well Woman Co. After struggling with disorder eating and poor self-image for over a decade, I was set free in an instant and finally found the courage to step into my true identity. I'm now on a mission to help other women uncover vibrant health and live a life on purpose. It's time to tune out distractions and tune into the truth about who you were created to be. If you're ready to ditch the comparison game, receive fresh revelation, actionable tips and tricks, and honest conversations with down-to-earth experts to help you live the life you were designed for, you've come to the right place. Each week, we will be closing with a key takeaway that will move you one step further in your wellness journey, along with an in-real-life moment to wrap up each episode. Welcome to the Well Woman Collaborative Podcast, well-being for the modern-day woman. tuning in today. This episode, we're going to keep digging into the four pillars of vibrant health outlined in my new book, Food Freedom. Stop hiding and uncover who you're meant to be. Are you confused about all the different health advice? I boiled it down hundreds of healthy practices into four simple guidelines that serve as a no-fail, never-out-of-style formula for your best body and total well-being. There's only one catch, if followed. So today we're going to dive into pillar number three. Can you guess what it is? Food. Let's talk about a simple guideline for each meal, how to be a fat burner, and also what you should eat if you're looking to change or move the needle on the scale for your body. So in honor of releasing my first book, I want to share with you some more insights from the book Food Freedom. I would love to gift to you a free chapter, and that link will be in the show notes of this episode. So remember to stick around to the end for one key to help you take a step forward in your wellness journey and an in real life moment that you are not going to want to miss. So let's dive right in your best body part three food edition. So if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, I would highly recommend you do so. Each pillar does build upon each other. A quick review from last week is that we addressed prioritizing sleep. Remember the sleep diet? Sleep affects our hormones and every other function. Sleep is like a bank. Remember, we can add up hours throughout a day that results in our overall sleep bank. We can also lay a foundation of sleep to build upon because remember, I truly believe it is the foundation for well-being. So before we get into it today, I think we should have a little bit of fun. And I looked up and made some of my own food puns. So just bear with me for a second. So the first one is this one. You can use this on your kids or your spouse or your significant other. Don't be upsetty. Eat some spaghetti. How about this one? I'm just a girl standing in front of a salad asking it to be a donut. I thought that was appropriate with the book cover being a donut on food freedom. Good food is for good mood. Yes and amen. 
And then the last one, ways to my heart. Number one, buy me food. Number two, make me food. And number three, just be food. (laughs) I can totally relate to those. So many foods, but so little understanding. So let's get into it. We know there's hundreds of diets and I share in my book, but my favorite are the breatharian diet and the cookie diet. The breatharian diet, if you aren't getting it, literally they think that they can survive on breathing, which is why you've probably never met one. And the cookie diet sounds really good, but I think all of us are smart enough to know that a cookie diet won't actually work. So intuitively, we know what to eat, right? I mean, like if you give your kid a brown banana or a yellow banana, they're probably going to pick the yellow banana no matter how old they are. Our bodies know and they're tuned in to want to consume real food, food that comes from the ground, a plant, a happy farm, or in the sea not manufactured. Unless we know how food operates in our body, we will remain confused and stuck in diet mentality or frustration. So every food can be broken down into three categories, and I've actually added a fourth. Number one is protein, number two is fat, number three is carbs, and number four, which is the bonus here because who doesn't want more food, is greens. So if you're already asking yourself the question, how much of each? Well, that determines on your goal, and we'll break that down a little bit later. But until then, it is critical that you understand the function of what these categories do in your body. And also, how I'm going to break it down for you is also a great way to teach your kids. Because I truly believe that we can empower our kids to make good choices, not because we told them so, but because they understand too how their body functions and what food affects and how the food they eat affects their physical bodies. So this, I understand, okay, is way oversimplified, but you get the idea. So for protein, I like to categorize that as that gives us the ability to build lean muscle. So protein makes us strong. It builds lean muscle. Fat gives us the ability to be full, that satiety feeling. You know, have you ever eaten a bowl of ice cream and you feel like you could eat the whole stinking quart or gallon of ice cream? It just goes down so good. Well, a lot of times that's because it has an abundance of sugar and not enough fat. So fat is this beautiful thing that helps us get full and it also provides mental focus. So sharp. So if your kid has a test coming up, just have them remember to add some healthy fat to their breakfast. The third category is carbs and carbs are beautiful for energy. So again, if you have young kids and you're trying to explain to them what this strawberry or what this bowl of quinoa is going to do for them, it's going to give them energy. So maybe you can bribe them by saying they're going to be able to slam dunk a basketball, although that might be a little far-fetched. And for you, it can help you to fuel your workouts. And then the last category is this greens or fiber. Okay. So greens really give us great gut health. And I love greens because it gives us the idea of abundance too. I'm not a fan of counting or trying to restrict anything, but especially when it comes to greens. So This can be a great addition to our meals and to our plates and to give us the feeling of full and abundance because really there should be no limit on the amount of greens that we eat, within reason of course. So these break down into what I like to call and coined the mighty four. So we have protein, fat, carbs, and greens. And in Food Freedom, I outline the mighty four as a way to plate each meal and snack. And I also walk women through this really extensively in the Food Freedom 60, which is our eight-week 
online course. There's more information about that in the show notes. But for simplicity's sake, blood sugar balance, when we're eating all of these in balance, means that we're not going to overeat. We're going to be satisfied and we're going to have energy to do the things that are required of us throughout our days. And so I like to think about it like this. I love to prioritize protein because I see a lot of women are just undernourished in the realm of protein in a big way. So if we can prioritize protein as much as possible in each meal or snack, that helps and goes a long way. Next is fat, making sure that we are getting healthy fat in our plate in our meal greens, and then carbs we can sort of see as the elective, and we'll talk more about that later as well. And I want to specify that when I say carb, I'm not talking about bagels or donuts, although I don't think that's necessarily the enemy, but when I say carb, I'm talking about real food. So think of vegetables and um, starchy vegetables and fruits and grains, those sort of things that are natural. They come from the ground and they happen to be carbs and they happen to be really great for you too. So serving sizes, again, when we're plating our meals or our snacks, just a rule of thumb to start to get our mindset around creating these healthy balanced meals is this. You can think of protein, remember we want to prioritize protein, as the size and the thickness of the palm of your hand. And remember, this could be a little more, this could be a little less, but this is a great place to start. Fat, think about the size of your thumb. So if you're having peanut butter or some grass-fed butter in your coffee in the morning or on some quinoa, I love grass-fed butter on my quinoa, a little bit of sea salt, so good. Um, next is carb, talking about carbs. Think of as a clenched fist. So if you're having a serving of starch or sweet potatoes or fruit or berries, if you think of about the size of your fist is a great place to start. And then lastly, greens. Remember that's unlimited. So just pile high your plate with salad greens or broccoli, um, assuming that that feels good in your body. Um, I love just eating as many greens as you feel comfortable. So we'll dive deeper into all of these in upcoming episodes, but our next topic in regards to food, I want to talk about this topic about being a fat burner. I mean, wouldn't you love if your body efficiently burned store fat? Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't you feel like superwoman if your body innately knew how to utilize fat as fuel? Did you know that your body has two fuel sources? So think of two kinds of gasoline your body can literally run from. Number one, it can run off sugar, which burns fast. Or number two, it can run off fat, which burns slow. Essentially, all and any carbohydrates we eat break down into sugar. So that means whether you're having an ice cream cone, which we mentioned earlier, or whether you're having a big bowl of wild rice, it's all going to break down into your system the same into sugar. Or it can run off the fat we eat or is stored. So I want to get one thing clear, okay? I am not a carbless criminal. In fact, I don't think real food carbohydrates are the issue at all. But what we need to understand is that sugar burns dirty. So think of lighting a Twinkie on fire. Well, fat burns clean. So think of lighting an oil on fire or a candle. It's the same in your body. And in the book, I share the Food Freedom Pyramid that in itself is a moderate carb lifestyle compared to the average American diet. But I'm not necessarily advocating on this podcast or on my show that a no carb, just smart carb. So 
Let me be clear. I'm a fan of carbohydrates. I eat carbohydrates. I love carbohydrates. I have a stinking donut on the cover of my book. Okay. So I'm all about it. I think we just need to eat them smart. And if we're eating real food, like I already mentioned, it's that in itself is a moderate to low carb lifestyle compared to the average standard American diet. So what we fuel, we crave, right? This is a principle, I think, in general in life. What we think about, we end up doing. Um, what we are eating, we're going to tend to want to eat more of, right? It's just kind of a principle we can understand in that sense. And when we're hungry, we're more likely to reach for carbs. Why? Because remember, they burn quickly. They give us that quick energy hit that a lot of times our body is looking for. So my goal is to be metabolically flexible. So all that means is that my body is an efficient machine and it can burn both fat and carbs as fuel. But a lot of us, because we eat such a high or highly processed diet, our body doesn't know how to switch back and forth. And so in order to encourage our body to be able to switch over and burn fat as fuel, because let's be real, what woman on the planet doesn't want our body to be able to utilize those love handles for fuel instead of the food that we just ate, right? When we are burning fat as fuel, we can do a couple of these things to encourage that. Number one, we can add fats to our meals. Again, these are fats that are nourishing and real like coconut oil or grass-fed butter, avocados, nuts, seeds, olive oils, right? All those sort of fats that are unrefined and unprocessed as much as possible. We can eat real food carbohydrates when we do enjoy carbs. That means fruits or vegetables or starchy carbs. And then the last way to teach our body to burn fat as fuel is to live an intermittent fasting lifestyle. Now, we're going to get into this in later episodes, and I talk about it in my book, Food Freedom, and I also guide women extensively through this safely and healthily in our Food Freedom 60 program. If you'd like more information about that, feel free to check out the show notes. But just know that intermittent fasting and this whole idea of cellular cleansing can go a whole way to help to encourage our body to be metabolically flexible and ultimately be able to use both fuels, both fat and carbohydrates, efficiently. So in order to break this down, to understand a little bit more of you know, carb or no carbs or how much of carbs do I eat? How much protein do I eat? All those things that I know are probably running through your mind. Um, I want to break down this analogy for you to help you understand carbohydrates role specifically in your body. So think of your, think of having three balloons, okay? So you have these three balloons that are blown up and one balloon is your muscles the second balloon is your liver, and the third balloon is fat cells. Okay, so this is what happens when you eat a carbohydrate. That carbohydrate is going to be broken down into sugar and used for energy. And the first place that energy is going to go is your muscles. Now, your muscles can hold a certain number, a certain quantity of carbohydrates. Now, if your muscle capacity is full of that 
carbohydrate or that sugar, then your body is going to start to want to store that in the liver for extra reserves. So if the muscle balloon is full, then it's going to go try to fill up the liver balloon. Again, your liver has a set capacity of the amount of carbohydrates and or sugar that it can hold. So if your liver is full and it's at capacity, but you're still pumping, whether it's processed carbohydrate or any carbohydrate for that matter, then it's going to look for a place to be stored in your body and it goes to, you guessed it, the fat cell. So our goal is not to eliminate carbohydrates. It's just to realize that they have a specific goal in our body for energy and for our brain to run and function clearly. But if we're constantly flooding our body with a high amount of carbohydrates, our muscles are full, then our liver is full, then it's stored in our fat cells. So the question then becomes, so what should I eat? Well, I'm going to ask you right back, what is your goal? How much energy are you utilizing on a daily basis? I'm going to go through four different scenarios. So you most likely will find yourself in one of these four scenarios or goals that you will be able to relate with and hopefully take some actionable steps and start to eat carb smart and eat mighty four in general. So if your goal is just maintenance, like you're happy with where you're at, your body is functioning properly, you feel energized in the morning, your workouts are, you're crushing it, you feel good about your weight, you feel comfortable in your clothes. Number one, congratulations. <laughs> Number two, your goal is to really prioritize the mighty four. So it's simple. You can, you know, eat protein, prioritize protein, fat, fiber rich carbs and all the greens you want. And if you want an easy maintenance, um, should I say guideline, it's best if you have your last carb in the afternoon. Now remember, this is not a hard and fast rule. It's perfectly fine to break it, but just kind of tapering your carbs and really your food intake in general throughout the day can be helpful. Now, number two, if your goal is weight loss. Now, if you're like most women I talk to or, you know, have this sort of idea of like you'd love to lose that extra five to 10 pounds and maybe it's more of a significant number for you, a great tactic in regards to your amount of carbs is to do something called carb cycling. Now, this is simply eating different amount of carbs on different days to help boost your metabolism. And because as a woman, really, no matter who you are, what your goal is, if you're eating the same amount of carbs every day, week in and week out, chances are you might have stalled your progress if you're looking for different results. So carb cycling can look like one day is a low carb, the next day is a medium carb, the next day is a high carb, then you go back to low carb, medium carb, high carb, and you create this cycle that really is reveling your metabolism and helping you to burn through those carb stores to burn excess fat. Now, if you're wondering, okay, how in the world do I get started with this? Well, you can do it very simply by thinking of if you have maybe eight servings of carbohydrates one day, then you're going to bump it to six the next, and then you're going to bump it to four the next, and you do that sort of cycle. 
So you can kind of eyeball it and just have a conscious effort of eating more carbs than a little bit moderate and then less and doing this cycle. And try that out for a month to three months and see if that moves the needle on the scale. If you need more counsel with that, some more ideas, we can chat on social media or you can check out the link of Food Freedom 60. And again, this is something that I provide women carb cycling examples and protocols to really get specific and make sure that we're doing it correctly for their body. But carb cycling is a great tactic, especially for women. Now, if you fall into the category of pregnant or you're recently postpartum, I like to encourage to just stick with the mighty four. Keep it simple. Keep it balanced. Now is not the time to try to cut calories or focus on any sort of deprivation. I'm not a fan of deprivation ever, but really making sure you're nourishing your body by getting all four of those components in your meals as often as possible. And then fourth is the athlete. So if you're an athlete, or you work out three or more times a week, you could be considered an athlete. So here's the key for you. Mighty Four is important. Having a little bit more carbohydrates on your high um, output days or especially your hard weight training days can be really effective for you. And the key for you will be to refuel within 30 minutes after your workout, making sure you're getting some high quality protein in within 30 minutes. At least 20 grams can really help you to maximize all your hard work at the gym or on the track or wherever you like to sweat. So again, more details information in my book, Food Freedom, make sure you grab your free chapter in the show notes of this show. So remember, physique or what your body looks like is over 80% of what we eat. Isn't that crazy? So I really want this to inspire hope instead of any sort of dread or shame because really what we eat and how we fuel our amazing bodies goes so far with before you even step foot in a gym. And we didn't touch on the power of micronutrients. So micronutrients are those vitamins and minerals. That's why eating fruits and vegetables and high quality meats really provide a good dose of those micronutrients that fuel our cells and our energy. And if you feel like you're doing all of this right, like you're, you're like, Brooke, I'm eating mighty four meals, I'm moving, but I'm still stalled, or you feel like your progress is being slowed, or you feel low in energy, I would check your intake of micros. How much fresh food are you getting? Because the reality is that how food is processed these days by soil quality, the amount of shelf life. So just think about it. The time from the time your spinach is planted, it's picked, it's cleaned, it's packaged, it goes to the grocery store, it sits on the grocery store shelf, and then it finally gets to your plate, and then it might sit in your refrigerator for you know a couple days or maybe a week or so. That's a long shelf life. And then you add on top of that environmental toxins from pesticides and what's in our air. There's a lot of components to our food these days and just being a human that is walking and talking and breathing. And so my top three tips for busy women to make sure that they're really fueling their body, not only with the right food, but the right micronutrients to make sure that our energy is up and that our body can actually process and break down the great foods we are eating is to do this. Number one, greens. There's lots of great greens supplements on the market. Make sure that yours is cold processed. And I don't know about you, but I don't get 30 servings of vegetables in every day, nor do I think I want to, to be honest with you. So I love taking a greens powder pretty regularly. 
Next, I really encourage women to have a high quality multivitamin for women specifically. Now, the key here is to make sure that your multivitamin is absorbing. So you can do this through a test, whatever multivitamin you're using, put it in a glass of water and see how long it takes to dissolve. Now, the ones I use, they'll literally dissolve in about 15 minutes. And I've done this with the ones I've bought from the drugstore and other vitamins, and they don't dissolve for over 24 hours. So think about that. Your body is processing them and eliminating them before those lower quality multivitamins are even getting absorbed and doing their job. So make sure that your multivitamin is high quality, that it dissolves in liquid because then it will be able to dissolve in your body. The last is adaptogens. So these are amazing herbal supplements. You might have heard of bacoba or wolfberry or ashwagandha. These are amazing supplements found in nature and plants that help our physical bodies adapt to stress. Now, if again, if you're breathing, if you're a woman, stress is something that you probably deal with on a regular basis. So I like covering all my bases and giving my body enough support it needs to handle all the stress that's coming at it throughout the day. So again, that's greens, a great multivitamin, and adaptogens. I'll give you a link to my free supplement guide um, if you need suggestions on what kind are helpful, what I use. Um, Otherwise, just make that sure that they're organic, they're high quality, you know what to do. But these can really help boost your energy, your mood, and give your body the building blocks and the tools to be healthy and vibrant and get the results that you're looking for. So as we wrap up our next episode, we are going to be doing the final part four of your best body. Doesn't that sound exciting? And if you're wondering what's the final pillar of vibrant health, well, you'll have to tune in next time. I can't wait to share it with you. And before we get to the number one takeaway to take you one step further in your wellness and the in real life moment, I want to remind you and encourage you to vote with your review. That is how we get more people, our message into their ears with the goal to do this, lady, is to inspire life change for one more woman. So how you can do that and vote with your review is hit the big purple subscribe button if you're in iTunes, leave a review with your social media handle because here's what's in it for you. The first 100 will be entered in to win a food freedom stack prize. This is good. It's a signed copy of my latest book, Food Freedom, and my favorite sleep and lean muscle fueling nutrition support stack. I'm telling you, if you struggle with sleep, If you need some help in the lean muscle department, this is for you. This is over a $200 value prize, and I'm so excited to give it to one of the first 100 beautiful people who are leaving a review so that they can inspire other women to step into who they're created to be. Next, you can tell a friend. So you can do that by screenshotting this episode and sharing it on social media, taking me at Well Women Co. Or click the three purple buttons on the bottom left of the podcast show and say share episode. So here's the number one takeaway from our episode today. I want you to do this. Practice plating mighty four. Remember, just four things protein, fat, greens, and fiber-rich carbs. If you can do that at every meal and snack for the next week, you're going to be on a great trajectory of eating balanced and fueling your body really well. All right, our in real life moment. Here we go. I'm going to entitle this in real life moment today, Marie Kondo. If you're familiar with Marie Kondo, she is like the guru of simplicity and minimalism, and I love her for it. But 
Here's my recent Marie Kondo moment. I'm going to link in the show notes to the best video, side note, of a wife and husband duo who do this hilarious video, uh, music video spoof on this. But if you've not heard of her, it will make you laugh, I promise. So she basically says, what brings you joy, right? She's a minimalist at heart. So here's the deal. I went through my closet and apparently nothing brought me joy. I had about one pair of pants and two sweaters after this entire um, little shindig Marie Kondo no showdown. Um, So I literally all winter long, I think I wore the same pair of pants and about two sweaters the entire winter. And even funnier story, I showed up to a photo shoot for my book cover, literally in my mom's sweatshirt. I mean, I had nothing. I was like, mom, I need some help. I need some clothes. Marie Kondo, she stripped me bare. So anyways, I'm going to link that music video in the show notes. Just if you need a good laugh today, laughter is good medicine, right? (laughs) You need to see this. It's hilarious. And then a fair warning. If you get the Marie Kondo bug, just, you know, at least, at least, maybe three sweaters, just at least do three. So if you have an in real life moment you want to share with us, because we don't think we should take life too seriously or self too seriously, I'd love to feature that story on the podcast because I love to laugh. So you can post it on social media, use hashtag IRL moment and tag me at well women co. So let's laugh together. And until then we will catch you next time, sister.